Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. And today's guest is a good friend of ours. He's the host of Irish Goodbye Podcast. And he has a new special out called Life Begins. Please welcome Mike Cannon. Hello. Hey. Thanks. What an Thanks enjoyable thing to have you in the room. Right you back were, at you. We all know. I mean, we've hosted you on several things and mm-hmm. we've worked with you a lot. And we know like, oh, Mike Cannon's coming. It's going to be easy. He's got... <laughs> ridiculous stories and and then and then we started telling him about emily lubin's story about how you know there was balls out on the train and he goes i've had that yeah oh, yeah, yeah you did that i haven't done it oh, okay. uh, <laughs> still on my bucket list he's like I, i'm uh, a father now I I, i'm gonna that. be a lifelong new yorker so <laughs> right. i have time yeah but, uh, but also so andrea goes wait like balls out and he goes both separately different occasions yeah i've seen i've seen balls isolated mm-hmm. uh they were very dark and kind of like it, it looked like gangrene of the nuts oh. almost where you you feel like it, it's almost not even sexually gross you're just like i need to take you to a hospital yeah. oh like maybe there was a rubber band around them something like i that. was thinking i that. do not like that or just soot balls <laughs> yeah. like it looked like dick van dyke and well, when your mary balls poppins are out. <laughs> The whole day on a dirty subway, they're gonna get dirty. But yeah. did, he, did you see him pull it out? Was it suddenly out? Was he sitting? Was he standing? Is it in your face? He was. So he was squatted. This was on the Second Ave F train stop, where I've seen I've seen a lot of really horrific behavior there. A lot of people would gather and do heroin pretty openly. So just to paint a picture, this is the Lower East Side, but mm-hmm. it's pretty close to Alphabet City, and what yeah. used to happen there is a lot of heroin. Yeah, like, people would score it. They would do it. There was like a lot of prostitution, a lot of like drug in and out um yeah. and now more recently it's more of like it's a, a starbucks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah perfect yeah and starbucks with graffiti juice. though as an ode oh, to the yeah. streets <laughs> <laughs> so that that has i mean i've i haven't seen such a huge change except for williamsburg brooklyn yeah, yeah. and you know but anyway so this was when this was uh probably eight months ago the this particular one but oh, the, and it, so it was when the second half stop was also undergoing like a ton of construction so while it was doing that it was closed late at night and every once in a while i would forget that and kind of descend the stairs yeah. walk to go take my train and see like you know the movie kids except Heroin with adults yes <laughs> yeah. construction is always an invitation for fucking antics yeah. because it's like oh now there are no laws somehow yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. there's like a den right it's, yeah yeah, 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 and yeah. what I think what I think happened is it was an accumulation of obviously dirt and kind of you know <laughs> the age of the city. Yes, it's nuts. <laughs> but I would assume, and I've heard this before in like nightmare drug stories, that they've run out of veins so much in their body oh, that they no. yeah they they kind of thin out the ball skin, find <laughs> a vein, and then. Poof, Pop I, it in there. I have heard of this. Like I thought it was just arms. I've heard eyeballs. I've yeah. heard between the toes. And between yeah. the toes is good because you hide the marks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it my to a drug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Menorah or Majora? Majora. Come okay, on. Good. You got to get a good. Ooh, Menorah has a better vein count, though. <laughs> it's true. It looks yeah. like a bat tongue. It's Do, very. Oh. <laughs> it's very remnant of penis skin. Yeah. Well, so I am completely holding my. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just rocking just back shivering. and forth. Honestly, you look like the guy's friend that was sitting next to him. Time to work three minutes in. This is going to get way worse. It's a, do you ever know, like, so in, in the homeless people who are dirty, the, the thing that I hate seeing the most is when their legs have swollen up and they become, like, yeah. trunk-like. Yeah, the yeah. elephantitis. Yes, mm-hmm. and you see, like, kind of white, like, it looks, like, white up and down it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a tree that has, like, a disease coming There's from roots. the inside. Yes, and it's, like... 
it oh looks, my, it looks very hard. How much pain could that be? The feet are always huge. They're always like wiping it down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, this is so much human tragedy in one piece of information. That, that sometimes surfaces because New York can desensitize you, right? So you walk past this tragedy all yeah. the time. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, it's part of life. It's a nightmare. But every once in a while, you'll walk by and see something so... Ups the ante. Uh, yeah, so sad and yeah. just like... It re it almost like it brings humanity back to yes. you where you're just like, oh no, this is what that is. Like yes. <laughs> I mean, I saw that the other night walking to, you know, in Gramercy, another wildly affluent area where some of the homeless situation is really yeah. brutal, especially in the winter. And that's that's interesting because Gramercy Gramercy, I don't think for decades has been a bad neighborhood. Like right. no. I don't think Gramercy has been a quote bad neighborhood. Until like back when New York City in general was just a bad neighborhood. Sure. Right, right. Yeah, since yeah. five. Can you tell points. our listeners exactly where that is? <laughs> uh, it was twenty uh, fourth in between Park and Lex. Okay, in so Manhattan. In Manhattan, there was this one. Like I saw a group of people who kind of built their own blanket shelter. You yeah. know, and and you know it would have been a cool childhood fort, but it's not great when you're you know trying sure. to survive the winter. <laughs> and I just walked past it, and like it, me and my friend Brendan Sagalow were walking down the street, and we both just like it was overwhelming yeah. it was like you know it was like being on mushrooms and you get hit with like a moment where you're just like it's so emotional that you can't even yes. contain it yeah yeah, yeah. It was, that it was, was my much. whole mushroom mushroom trip by the way <laughs> oh, tent? i did <laughs> i'm not totally shocked yeah like, you love camping you love blankets <laughs> no joke i have pitched a tent in my backyard my cement backyard yeah. and in the summertime i just kind of stay there at night sometimes That's fine. Because I just want to be outside. You would be good at being homeless. Yeah, you, you would yeah. be great. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, already dirty all the time. Right. Yeah, you, already, you got the Crocs. You love wearing like anything drapey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would mm-hmm. you live here if In you were homeless? No, I'd live somewhere hot. Yeah, like I would Diego. save up as much money as possible, get a one-way ticket to the beach. No air yeah. conditioning. Yeah. I love how we both have plans to be homeless. For sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, give I it three so, more years. I have so many <laughs> escape route plans. <laughs> they all, they all uh, include just a beach and a plan later. Yeah. I'm like, how bad could it be to be a barista? I right. think that sounds lovely. Right. That was the most shocking thing about Hawaii is going there and you see you can see homeless people and, and the fact that they were dirty, I was like, there's a there's a natural bath. Yeah. Like it's almost yards like away. it's a mental illness problem. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I saw the a woman who jump started my heart um, a few months back <laughs> at thirty fourth Street. Thirty fourth Street, Herald Square. I I think Casey Balsham, uh, another comedian, has a joke about her. this. That's like, if the terrorists are going to take one place out, fucking Herald Square. I hate <laughs> it. It's a fucking mall. It's a mall yeah. with human tragedy mixed into it. So it's like a juice press and a woman who lost her son screaming in the air. Yeah. And you're like, it's too much. But there's a woman there that has no arms and no legs. And mm. she smokes blunt. She goes, it goes up to the elbow and the knee. Mm-hmm. So she's like basically a stump. And she smokes blunts on the stump. I don't know how she rolls With the it. elbow With area. With the elbow area. Okay. And wow. just screams at nothing. And no one, like the cops don't do anything about it. What are they going to do? Pick her up? You know what I mean? It gets right. so tragic. What are they going to cuff? <laughs> <laughs> Think of the they, smart just, they just have like one elastic they just band. Rope her up. They just leash her. <laughs> it's brutal. It's like a rodeo. <laughs> they put her in a toboggan, <laughs> like a like rescue dogs on a snowy mountain. I love how we start off like nice people, like yeah. oh, homeless. Every oh, once in a while, I feel we're like put her in a suitcase. This bitch. <laughs> Cut holes in it so she can breathe. Just one hole by the mouth. Don't get too many holes. So, Mike, you're like sort of a a native to here. I am. Yeah, I was born yeah. on the Upper West Side at um. Well, at the time it was St. Luke's Roosevelt, and now it's Mount Sinai West. That's actually where my son was born too. But Aww, how? That's nice. adorable. Yeah, yeah. But he has a son. We got it. We get it. You're better than us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my penis works. <laughs> that's pretty exciting. Congratulations. That's not what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I am shocked. Wait, considering dude, you had the sex? Salt. Are you serious? I did. Nice. Yeah, I dropped it cold one inside of my wife and she incubated that shit that's so beautiful oh my god biology um so you were born there but how long did you stay there so my parents lived in the west village on uh, barrow street oh wow and i nice. think we were there for maybe a week or two if uh-huh. that and then we moved in with my mother's parents in jersey for the first eight months of my life while we were fixing up the house they had you were bought. helping i was i was yeah. helping yeah. 
I was providing cheer and moral uh, <laughs> morale boost. Or she rocking? You, you were probably providing no sleep and annoying. Yeah, yeah, but yeah I was being whatever. a tough kid. So far, you're not from New York City. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, born. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. and then, uh, Kevin, you were born in Israel. What the fuck are you yeah, talking about? So, yeah. Are you Israeli? Eh. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is yep. that the Shakira? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, then, yeah, stayed in New Jersey for like however many months while they were fixing this house in Fort Montgomery, which is right outside of West Point. Okay. I grew up there until the time I was nine, and then I moved to Rockland County, which is about 19 miles outside of New York. Also not the city. Right. Not but my father world. worked in the city, so I was in and out of the city a couple times a week. So, so you th- knew about it. You yeah. knew about yeah, the yeah, city. Yeah. yeah. What part of Rockland County did you grow up in? I grew up in Blauvelt, which is Orangetown. I'm very yeah. familiar with it. Orange Tappan High School. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, why bridge. why are you familiar okay, with it? Okay, so I had a tragic Tracy time. Tracy knows in my life. everything. She's <laughs> like, I've been I've been to Turnpike, Jersey, I know a stripper there. Rockland County, I worked there as an accountant for six years. <laughs> I bought blow off the lacrosse yeah. coach. I had a really bad time in my my life where I was dating uh, this guy that I was with Anyone? for almost yeah. four years. <laughs> yes. uh, Are you 3,000 years old? Mm-hmm. I'm very old. Yeah. Hemden and I did a podcast about him, uh, the cheating series. Oh. That's when I first met you. Yeah. yeah. And I lived in Rockland County. I lived in Valley Cottage. Yeah, yeah. That's where right my dog died. Levity Live. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, at the animal hospital? Yeah, we had to put her down there. We can see it. So we lived right across so from Tracy the animal hospital. <laughs> I could see the animal hospital from my bedroom window. Ooh. We lived outside of it. Could so. you still hear my cries? <laughs> that is the most awful thing I've ever heard. It was right by the Valley Deli. Yeah. Valley Deli right there. Yeah, so yeah. the Valley Deli, when we walked out of the house, we walked into the Valley Deli. Okay. We lived in a haunted house in the middle <laughs> of a parking lot. It was the only house. If you don't think that, I'm not kidding about this. I will I post believe a picture you. of this house. I believe everything you it, said. Uh, so it's just a parking lot. It's a commuter parking lot. It's the only house that, survived this commuter parking lot and there was a boat your life is in, haunted in old <laughs> you're not kidding it was an old abandoned boat in front of the house and every time me and my boyfriend would fight i would be like go in the boat get out of here just go in the boat well, i would love to fix up a boat on my front yard and have that be my spot it was, it was so trash yeah. be, i am wild white trash yeah, my yeah. dad's from levittown long island oh that's and my garbage. mother is from jersey i am Pure hefty bag white trash. Park Ridge. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know that, no. but I know Levittown. It's and Bergen that County. Is garbage. It is garbage. It's actually it's baby baby boomer central. It's they Trump built, Town. Yeah, they built all these houses. I mean, most of Long Island is, but they built all these houses to uh, to have soldiers that came back from I think World War One yes. uh-huh. be able to you know set up shop and kind of have their families. They have also PTSD had a Levittown in Pennsylvania. And, you know. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's the same exact house. Every single house yeah. comes from the same plan. They built it to be cost effective mm-hmm. so that they didn't have to have other plans to do. So and every single house is exactly the same. Deep in white supremacy. Yeah. Mm. Especially Levittown, Pennsylvania, where I read this thing where the first black family to move in, like, weathered crazy racism. People sure. throwing rocks, Molotov cocktails through their front yard. And they had kids, in, or through their windows and shit, and they had kids. Ooh. All this stuff. It was just a oh, nightmare. Our house is on fire all the time. Yep. But the, fa- the dad move? was like, nope, I'm staying. My family's staying. We're fighting this shit. I'm showing my kids what, like, how to fight oppression. I mean, three pretty badass guy, story. But you know what? He proved <laughs> yeah. a point. Yeah. So, so you lived near an abandoned boat. I in, lived in a parking lot. I lived in a parking lot uh, <laughs> with the abandoned boat outside in Rockland County. Right, we had to live next door to the fire department mm. because he was a volunteer fireman. Okay, nice. And uh, oh, he needed that's to be the why you had to see yeah right yeah next door. He needed to be Come the to first one at the on the truck. Yeah, he's like, listen, this is like my open mics. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't <laughs> get paid for it yet. I gotta he would I gotta put people, in my dues. They pick my name out of a bucket, and then was, I go fight fire. <laughs> I'm doing reps, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Literally. He lit the boat on fire every night to practice. <laughs> he would have loved to do that. Um, him and his brother, his brother and him are Irish twins, and him and his brother were both volunteer firemen because they never had a friend in their life. No. So they did this to actually make friends, I guess. Oh, no. Um, it's the poor man's fraternity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they would practice fire things. in like On the weekend, his brother would come over and they would drink Twisted Teas together, bro. <laughs> that is Rockland County. <laughs> <laughs> twisted Teas is the best breakfast drink in America. What is a Twisted Tea? It's hard. like a, a hard ice tea. A hard ice tea. Oh, okay. Like a Long Mike Island Ken, ice tea. I don't know what you're coming out about, but you're <laughs> Yeah. Coming out about something. You're like, like fuck yeah. yeah. Like okay. five minutes ago. Rockland we... gets my juices yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> we did not know how trashy you are. Yeah. But... Yeah, we would oh, have to go to the liquor in. store on, uh, was it 303? Yeah. 303, 
right? And Down then, by Northvale or up there? Uh, no, just right off of um, right right by Levity, right when you mm-hmm. get off the the exit, right off there, um, right off eighty seven, and it was just they they would practice different fire techniques in the kitchen. <laughs> what did what kind of techniques? Did. Jumping. Um, <laughs> I wish I was kidding. They would just yeah. talk about fires. And you loved this in man. Boots? You were, you were in yeah, love with this him. man. They would talk about different fires. They would have a whiteboard sometimes. And like, Did they have a job also? Okay, so the thing is, he was a high-powered executive and still is. And Are you lying He right would now? tell people. Is he lying over there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he's not lying. He was my boss. Um, <laughs> he's 100% not lying. <laughs> Every Tracy story is an onion. Yeah. 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 Just wait for it. He's I was my boss. Told- I was told Boat. yesterday. Volunteer firefighter. This my boss. Sounds like a DMT yeah. trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's very similar. He was also a lion. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he wishes he was a lion. So he was he was this high-powered executive, and he would introduce himself to people and be like, hey, yeah, I'm a fireman. I'm like, you're not. You're not a fireman at all. You are a volunteer fireman. You've never, ever been to a fire, except for in uh, Pomona, they had the training center, which mm-hmm. was a little bit north of where we were, and they would like a fake house on fire inside of a building. Wow. And they would pretend to put out a fake house fire. Wow. Yeah. This is like escape rooms for it's white like trash. F- yeah. Yes. yeah. It's oh, FBI that is training. Such a yeah. <laughs> why would you present yourself as a as a volunteer fireman? Do you you have that up where you are right now, yeah. right? What if fireman? Volunteer fireman. Like, oh yeah. But yeah. isn't that the scariest thing in the entire universe, Mike? What if something happens to your house? Yeah. You have to rely, and every one of them is wasted drunk yeah. constantly. You have to rely on. 25 guys in your neighborhood <laughs> drinking one you, you have to hope they're all home yeah and hope they're not too shit-faced and then they have very minimal training they're gonna try maybe to put your house fire out. you're describing piermont fire department yeah. and that's uh yeah, yeah I, I had a, a lot of friends that uh that are firemen one of which got busted for for selling coke out of the firehouse yes. and he, he promptly rolled over on his big suppliers <laughs> and he got out and then everybody's looking to kill him he's Fucking like a 400 six dude nine of an irish person <laughs> yeah. okay I, okay irish people let's yeah. talk about this because Pigs. fucking i didn't know uh, my yeah my family's scottish and I, I i'm canadian and I, so like i come from the same we a, get it. a similar better. Uh, no not better it's a similar mold in this conversation it's a similar <laughs> <laughs> you guys are arabs that's a whole other different thing but it's like that's a different kind of trash talk. yeah <laughs> can i appropriate this conversation yes. sure Jump i'm in. trying to fix my car in a parking lot Hemza. <laughs> Sorry, Irish. Irish uh, so Scottish people get fucking wasted and they fall all around the forest yeah. and they do weird shit. Canadians certainly like do. fall around the forest. <laughs> yes, that's definitely like what we get up to. But I'm learning from you. You're Italian, but you know, and also like Tim Dillon. I listen to Tim yeah. Dillon talk about like Irish people in New York City. They're the. It's like the craziest people that New York City has. I think they're crazier than the Italians. Well, and we're 100%. full of pride. Yeah, we're full yeah. of pride yeah. because I know of a lot about this because I just saw um, Gangs of New York. The I, or the yeah. I- <laughs> Which, by the way, I liked that movie up until the end. The end was the worst ending I've ever seen. What in my in life? It was just again? a weird, they all just cannon fodder like shit ending. Not yeah. to mention Cameron Diaz is the most miscast Irish person yeah, on earth. She is a beautiful Spanish lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, lady, no Irish person has ever had those sharper features. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just not a thing. You guys also seem to like. You seem to look really good in the beginning parts of your life, and yeah. then there seems to be a steep decline. We're human I'm avocados. looking right at you. Yeah, <laughs> human, yeah. Grapes. Well, the alcohol, no? Huh? It's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. It's sun. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Uh, <laughs> it's the yeah. We don't deal well with sun. Yeah. It's also yeah the, the sun sup- hates all of you. Yeah. It's the suppression right. of emotion. It's pushing that stuff down. Yeah. That's why a lot of us die of heart disease at right. fifty because it just blows an artery out you know they just uh, trying to right well you have you, not you're think not of our father have emotion right that's why you drink so much yes well the only emotion my family was allowed to have was rage yeah they got the green light to express rage in any way fashion they could and then right. once it was over and jizzed out into the public they no longer were allowed to talk about you're it true irish yeah, yeah, yeah you really are I you're am. pure you're it, the irish <laughs> are just <laughs> So special. Andrea, this is America, and when we um, call people pure, it gets weird. Well, oh. we take pride in how how we come from relatively difficult, you know, yeah. uh, Potatoes, b- backgrounds right. and stuff like that. Sure. And the history of Ireland is wild. Yeah. But we also take pride out of not 
bitching about it and like yeah. and working through and head down and conquer whatever and you know but then we also take it out on our kids right, like not <laughs> talking about it yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the experience that i've had in new york city with the irish uh are a couple different towns here in new york city uh one of them we i think we discussed this on another podcast uh one of the the towns is hamilton beach it's in the back of howard beach which is a part of queens yeah. and it is uh at sea level and what, what, what it was, was it was supposed to be a vacation town, and it was all little bungalows because it was near the ocean, but it's on the bay, actually. Mm-hmm. And it it's like a swamp. Oh, I know exactly. Mm-hmm. You could take the train out to uh, the A train. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an A yeah, train like, station right in there. It's like the there. Venice of Queens. Yeah, yes. like when you get on an A train and you're going across a bridge all of a sudden, yeah. and you're like, yeah. why is there a river? There's right. a. It's yeah. the canals of Venice with a lot more needles. Basically. Yeah. So what happens yeah. is when it's high tide, the streets flood and your cars get ruined. So you can't park your cars in your neighborhood at all mm. when it's high tide. Uh, there's just dogs roaming free. The ducks have like some kind of mutation genes. It's like apocalyptic. It's very, very apocalyptic. So what happened was these Irish people moved in and they were like, oh, this is a very cheap house because it's just a bungalow. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We're going to live here and raise all of our children here. Yeah. That's, oh, a front door. Do we even need one? Yeah, nope. they have we gills. Don't. They'll be fine. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a great breeze. So another town that's like that is uh, Broad Channel, which is the town mm-hmm. that is the last town right before the bridge to Rockaway in Queens. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is a toll bridge. Yes, yeah. it is a toll bridge. And it crosses over. You would think you're paying, a, you know, Dollars is there like a gremlin with a hook who you have sort to pay? Or? <laughs> it's a goat, but yeah. yes. <laughs> but what's funny is you have to pay to go to this part of still Queens, right? Yeah, and it is from what I remember, trashity trash trash. Oh, well, trash. The, the, the part that I'm talking about, Broad Channel, what happened was Sandy actually purified it. It <laughs> natural selection. Crazy. No, what happened was we no, but all of these today. I, I will so tell many you. jokes pop into my head, and I was like, no, 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 no. no. Sandy. No. Well, the other the other town that I want to talk about is Garrison Beach in in Brooklyn, and see, all of these places are basically the same gist, and Sandy wiped them basically out. And what used to be terrible areas with rundown houses are now built up to you know. They're, they're beautiful houses on stilts yeah. and they're yeah. a lot of money. Well, and it's, it's their like, version of hood rich. It's FEMA money. Of oh. course. It's FEMA money. It's not just that. It is now places like Rockaway, again, still in Queens, but sure. takes you two hours to get to, mm-hmm. are now um, luxury buildings. Yes. And they have signs like spend the summer here, learn how to surf sort of thing. Yeah. They're absolutely targeting all these people with like, too much money. Yeah. There's like, a bus from Williamsburg that goes into Rockaway in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but th- this is oh, what someone's like, not this Irish. This is my okay. experience with the Irish people like that Irish people live uh just a little bit strangely. Mm. Yeah, they're an odd they're odd birds. I will say when I was a drunk, I would love to go to Irish pubs. Because it, it there's feels, no better place to drink. Yeah, I feel like it's so anonymous. There's no place where I can get so blackout that I'm like maybe gonna shit my pants and no right. one's gonna it's care. It's the Planet Fitness of bars. You yes. know how they have the lunk alarm? Yes. And they're like, if you're being a hardo and whatever, we're gonna you know ring the bell, get the hell out of here, no yes. judgment zone. That's the thing with Irish pubs. <laughs> you can black out, puke on your dick. You get a pizza with every pint. You're fine. Well, that's, that's the it. real Irish people though. The mm-hmm. the people that I've had more experience with are the American are the water Irish. Irish. Yeah. yeah, but. The, I think that the real Irish from Ireland are lovely. Yeah. I mean, but they, they, it's the same. I like them. I've been to Ireland because I played Gaelic football for a long time. So I've also had like pure Irish experiences within the city. Yeah. I used to play in Gaelic Park in Yonkers. We'd play in Van Cortland Park up in the Bronx. Wow. There'd be We played against St. Barnabas up there. There was a ton of like, there's some really like, especially back, this is in the 90s maybe or early aughts. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, we, you know, we would play against these these areas of the Bronx that were still completely not gentrified and yeah. i mean just irish so oh, like sure. nobody, no other culture were in and it was like it was basically a parish's town and do you like marry other irish people and keep it within the family sure. yeah i mean that's my family my family is uh i mean i am for sure the product of hundreds of years of inbreeding but um, what about your wife my wife is italian so oh. i went, uh, I went and your family still talks to you yeah. Uh, well, I don't talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I speak to my. I talk to my mom, my two sisters, and uh, that's pretty much it. Daddy yeah, he got yeah. the boot. Yeah, dad got the boot. He Congrats, is. Uh, bro. He is a classic Irish father in the sense that he didn't really communicate any information right. to me at any point. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. he learned so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember Thanks, when I Kev. had you on Hot Mess years back, and the dad stories that you were telling. You were the one of the few people who 
came on par with my dad. And I was like, oh, my God, there's another one out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we fist fought. We oh. play, you know, we, his, uh, my dad is a, cl- a classic story about my dad is my, my younger sister watched a lot of the turmoil in our family, and she watched me and my dad square up and, and physically fight each How other. How old were you at that time? I was 19 and on steroids, so it was like, yeah. it was the bad time for him to pick a fight. You look good, though. I, yeah. yeah. Real good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, picture. That is classic Rockland as well, is juicing your dick off and just oh, being yeah. an absolute silverback gorilla. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a lot of pictures of that? I don't. A lot of my pictures from when I uh, I went full urban, and uh, mm-hmm. when I went to Rockland Community College and I played mm. basketball, I wore Pele Pele jeans with the patches. I had triple X long 3X yeah. tees. I had white on white Air Force Ones. <laughs> I had a shaved down, shaped up hairline. So I'd right. go out with my teammates, uh, basketball teammates, and girls thought I was Puerto Rican. Mm. Uh, Can I just quickly say to that outfit, ew? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I almost went to the mall and this got both ears talking. pierced. Ew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it hasn't gotten I'm just much homeless Why is she judgy? Yeah. Ew. She's like, yeah. I'm wearing no, Crocs and sandals right now. Ew. <laughs> I even changed my accent for a little bit. That was pretty, yeah. Were you, oh, you got you got like um an urban accent? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you were you were like B Rad from uh, a little bit, but uh, not movie? as not as cartoony. But uh, but I was searching for for um identity. Yeah. So you know, I I I went through a tumultuous few years where uh my parents were getting a divorce mm-hmm. while I was living there and in community college. So I wanted I desperately wanted out. The reason I went to community college because my father was a a stockbroker and lost all of our money Mm -hmm. and i you know i just we didn't have any money to send me anywhere and i couldn't get a scholarship so i went there played uh played basketball played poker professionally did steroids my parents were getting a divorce my dog died my grandpa who was my actual you know who i consider my actual father died and like a handful of my friends died over like an 18 month to two year period so it was like, that's kind of also what made me a comic. Yeah, and Tracy's <laughs> next door in a burning boat being like, hey, my life's shit too. I'll see you in five years. I, you know, the way you're describing yourself, I'm like, and I never dated this guy. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. 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 But, you know, listen, Mike, don't be embarrassed. We've all been Puerto Rican at one time. <laughs> it's a phase that you have to go through. And I think that Puerto Ricans really need to hear that from us. It's uh-huh. like a lot of people think that, um, you know, other people don't like Puerto Ricans. And it's like, we've all been you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We've all dressed as you. Did you have the front half of your hair glued down um, to so your you, head? So what you do is you take your baby hairs and you take a little bit of gel and you mm-hmm. just paste them forward yeah. onto your forehead. You could even make a little curl. Yeah. It's wow. good yeah, it's really nice. Uh, the best part about being Puerto Rican for Puerto me Rican was uh, an oversized yeah. Tommy Hilfiger shirt uh, with just a logo on it with mm-hmm. some Adidas track pants. Yeah. And then to put the icing on top, very, very dark brown lip liner yes with frosty white I can lip picture gloss you yeah as this. yeah, yeah. Killing it. the I lip gloss is it. like sticky yes where yeah. like you hit like uh, your, your hair, hair got caught in it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i also used to wear uh remember when like uh bugs bunny lost his way and uh, <laughs> and daffy duck <laughs> and they would just be on yes. like, t-shirts and like crisscross yes. yeah, yeah i used to have a lot of those clothes so when <laughs> Okay. Did we actually dress like Puerto Ricans or did we dress like what we thought Puerto Ricans? I think that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the latter. <laughs> dress like, because yeah. the Puerto Rican people that I knew did not dress like no, how no. I thought I yeah. dressed. And I assume they were embarrassed for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I think God. everyone in your life was yeah. embarrassed for you at that time. Yeah, for sure. So when did you move to New York City proper? Uh, oh, wait. So oh, wait. I actually, okay. the my, the day before I moved to Queens, I... um. I was actually homeless for a little while. I, mo- I lived with my friend and his parents. So homeless, but, you know, sure. in a very plush Rockland County house. Right. Yeah. But uh, I was no longer welcome in my dad's uh, place. I was no longer welcome in my mom's place. Mm-hmm. It was just during the turmoil of their divorce, and we just could not find a way to communicate properly. So I lived with my friend Jimmy and his parents, and they were so gracious. I lived there for like five, six months. Wow. And then I finally found a place in Queens with my sister's boyfriend at the time, Ooh. who turned into her husband, okay. who's now the best i mean he's he's the best guy ever he's such a great dude that's a luck out yeah and we yeah. Had, it was a six bedroom duplex in elmhurst queens <laughs> and the night before i moved there the giants beat the patriots to oh, uh, God. to ruin their perfect season mm. and that's when i started dating my wife again Ah. I thought you were going to say that's when I started using drugs. No. <laughs> no, actually, that's still one of the best nights of my life because we watched it. My friend Spess. So my friend Mike, whose name is Spess because mm-hmm. he looks like McLovin. And uh, oh. 
they Great gave reference. they gave him that nickname when he was like in fifth grade. They call him Spes because mm-hmm. he looks like a specimen. <laughs> uh, he has like nineteen <laughs> Irish brothers, and uh, we watched it in his parents' house. And when the Giants won, his father pegged a full beer at my friend Asher, <laughs> and we started a huge beer fight in their home. Oh, I love that was it. beautiful and like really put together. But everybody was so out of their mind happy and drunk that we like destroyed their a living room. beer fight god because yeah. you're happy I yeah. right. I relate so hard to this I would love to <laughs> one time I got trashed in a bar in Ontario this is the Canadian segment and I stood on the bar I grabbed the pitcher that everyone was drinking and I just poured it on my head yeah. you, you gatorated yourself <laughs> it was the greatest moment you're like I life. won the Super Bowl <laughs> yes <laughs> And I'm the coach. <laughs> and you're like, you want to you see me get sexy? <laughs> yes, that's what it was. You want to see me get sexy? I'm on a bar. <laughs> I'm going to get wet. <laughs> it's nice to know that that behavior is international. It is international. Yeah. Yeah. Hey that guys, is a big... I'm moving to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow my dreams. I'll show you how to be a comedian. I'll show you what's funny. <laughs> There's something about pouring an entire pitcher of beer on yourself. Yeah. It's just so joyful. It smells like high school to me. Like when a guy smells like he's been soaked in beer. A little bit of cigs. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Newport on the breath, just like covered in Coors Light. I'm like, this is like my childhood. Like this is so, it's so nostalgic. Me and my friends, (laughs) me and my friends used to do that. Wait, what happened, Hamza? Are you distracted? (laughs) I did. Did Andrea Andrew, just free the nipple? Andrea's nipple was out. How was it? And uh, I was like, okay, it's all the way out. I should tell her. I tried to do this. It's settle. a look this that is she how good goes of for. Eye contact I make though. That's, uh, oh He's like, I didn't even know you had nipples. <laughs> this is how well my life's going. They're just I'm to talking feed about pouring beer all over myself on a podcast. Yeah, and now it's you're like, sober. Thank God I'm not like that anymore. Am I right? That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out. <laughs> my entire breast. <laughs> You don't feel that? You don't do not have feeling in your nipples no. that you didn't feel a nice wind? They've been chewed off so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I have no feeling anywhere. You know what's so funny? Oh when we God. did the logo for this podcast. Mm, um, it's a chewed nipple. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Andrea with her tits it's the, out. It's like, Andrea. She's the Statue of Liberty. She has, <laughs> But it's just like the Statue of Liberty robe is open and yeah. she's just wearing a bra as a shirt. Yeah. And she's like, hey, why am I wearing a bra as a shirt? I'm like, well, the direction I gave the artist <laughs> was here's a picture yeah. of her. <laughs> Draw it. Yeah. I was like, no. And the notes that I gave back to him were, no, more spikes on the collar. Yeah. And Hemda wants more smoke coming out of her joints. Yeah. 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 That was the exact yeah. notes that I gave. So, you know, this is on brand. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Mike is our first straight male guest. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And of course, my tit is out. Yeah, but he has a kid. He's like, that is a feeding. That's a bottle. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Okay, so okay, you got we, in a beer, we got in a beer fight. <laughs> you got in a yada, beer yada, fight. Yada, yada, yada. I'm covered in beer with my tits out. Oh, wait. <laughs> today. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you got in a beer fight, Mike? Yeah, at yes, your friend's Admiral. house. Yeah, in Elmhurst. No, no, no this was in, in Rockland. Rockland. And then the next day, I moved to Elmhurst. Okay, so yeah. it was February fourth, two thousand eight. Elmhurst is a weird choice. Yeah, it's like in the middle of Queens. It's almost uh-huh. like central to everything, but mm-hmm. it's it's like twenty minutes, and you hit Manhattan, right? Thirty. Kinda, minutes? yeah. It might be a little longer, depending and it on was, where you want to go. And mine was a very Korean saturated area. So it's basically, it was, I think that area, if you walk one block, it's Korean. Another block, yeah. it's Dominican. Another block, it's like whatever. Yeah. It I was right near the Queens Plaza Mall. So yeah. right at 57th Ave and like Queens Boulevard, right over there. The Queens Center Mall, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, did I say Queens yeah. Plaza? Yeah. They, they, uh, it's Queens uh, Boulevard and Woodhaven Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So these are like suburbs, basically, this right? Is, no, 100%. You know, Xerxes. Yeah, yeah. Right okay, so that's I've in been the there. middle of right there. We used to hang out. When I was 14, all I was allowed to do was like go to Forest Hills and the Queen Center Mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like all I heard from sitcoms is, let's go to the mall. So I'm like, all right, I'm a teenager. Let's go to the mall. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, this is just stores. Yeah. yeah. What we, are teenagers um, doing here? But there were a lot of teenagers there because that really was the only place that we can hang yeah. Do you get fucked up? Do you like buy no. shit? No. You go no, to really. Red Lobster and Target. <laughs> There was no Target there, Mike. This is years ago. Target was a new uh, addition. So (laughs) Alexander's was there. Yes, Uh that was where Macy's is now. Well, not where where Macy's was. That's where Target was. Yeah. Then it was Macy's, and oh, it's just it's such a it's such a turnaround. And now there's going to be an IKEA. Oh, I can't wait for that. Oh hell yeah! That's crazy. That's actually on 63rd Drive, but. (laughs) 
<laughs> when I you went to high school, I went to way. St. Francis Prep. You get Prep. uploaded with this information every day. Your I brain have, changes with When Google I tell Maps. you, if you need anything to know about Queens, uh-huh. unfortunately, I know about it. Yeah. I, I went to St. Francis Prep for high school, and uh, I had, I know, sorry about that. We and played I, you guys I, in basketball, I think. Yes, in like a, we were a basketball. A winter tournament. We were yeah. My bus football. passed you guys, I think, to go to Cardoza. Right, exactly. And everyone's like, oh, St. Francis. So when I took the bus. You're all the same. Look your rivalries. You're all exactly the same. Well, that's. That's what rivalries are. Right. It's looking yourself in the mirror and being like, I hate me. This piece of shit. <laughs> I'm I had so t- much better. I'm Puerto Rican now. Yeah. I had to take white. the Q11 bus down Woodhaven Boulevard to the Queen Center Mall and then transfer to the Q88, which yep. took me to St. Francis Prep. Or it could drop you off at Holy Cross or it could drop you off at Cardozo or Francis Lewis High School. Any kind of high school you want to go to. Pick you up could some lip gloss, get some sauce. You could take the Q88. Any the high school? What bus is that? <laughs> Q88. Q88, Michael. I'll give you a ride. So the Q88 drops you off on the way home from school at the mall. Mm. So everyone gathers at the mall. Yeah. You meet We're really some... just loitering when you ask if we get Literally. Back. It's just It's loitering. just, it's, it's crowds of hundreds of kids. Do you fight? You nah. fight a. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. Hamda. Yes, we did. Yeah. Nice you know, yeah. it took me a long time to realize loitering wasn't misspelled littering. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're learning so <laughs> yeah. much about this. Yeah. <laughs> loitering. Yeah. We had so much respect. I was like, for you. wow, yeah. the sign. You're must like be 911. <laughs> There's a spelling error. <laughs> I must use the garbage, I suppose. <laughs> So do you fight? You talk shit? Do you do, is it like Smoke a place? Cigarettes. Is it a place to flirt too? Flirt. I imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Flirting. You can yeah. somebody. You yeah. kind of anywhere nice. you go, you're hoping that you can bump into someone that you would be interested. You in. can you're actually talks to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could wear your skirt from high school, right? Yeah, like just rolled very short. Jean skirt. Sit on. Uh, no, I mean uniform skirt. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Skirt. Mm-hmm. You could sit on anyone's lap, right on the bus. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then we also used to smoke on the bus. There was like a. And those were the hardest dicks in America. Oh my <laughs> sure, different yeah, times. <laughs> Potent There's no high apps. school short skirt yeah, dick. Are you oh kidding? God. It was the greatest. It was honestly the greatest time of my life. Um, the the bus had like what I like to call a skylight, which I think was an emergency yes. exit, yeah. and we would open that so we could smoke cigarettes on the bus. That sounds and amazing. It, it was because it was only high school children. This was not a bus that you would get on. Okay. Today. So it's like an unofficial school bus. Exactly. Even it's a city well, bus. a lot okay. of buses would turn into unofficial school buses because the school would let out. We all have yes. bus passes. Yep. Oh. So we would flash the bus pass yep. because it wasn't electronic yet. And really, it's like 100 kids waiting for a bus. This is a nightmare. This yeah. is my fucking nightmare. We had like now, a bus an adult, I'm like, no, 100 kids in one yeah. bus. We had a Franciscan brother that would line up and line all the kids up for the bus. And diddle them. Yeah, he would. Well, <laughs> I mean... We found out later, but yeah. <laughs> we knew then. And then do you give each other your phone number? Do you get your beeper number? How are we communicating? You, you just very, see them again at the bus. Yeah. You were very lucky if you had a beeper or some people had a second line that was theirs mm-hmm. once mm. you reach a certain age. But the beeper was great because it bypassed your parents. Okay. Yeah. So you could just beep me and I'll call you back. Well, yeah. One, four, three, nine, one, one. Oh. Or you just see him on the bus the next day and hook up with him again. <laughs> Get like a finger blast in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got a lot of incomplete hand jobs on the bus for sure. A lot of get hard and look at it. Like a bus hand job. Yeah. yeah. A bus job. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we called them, the bus job. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've blown someone on a roof. I, you know, it's no. You I've should been, try a bus. Yeah, I should. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. What my thirties are gonna be yeah. about. <laughs> now that you live in Queens, <laughs> I gotta blow someone on a bus. Okay, so but you moved to Elmhurst as like an adult or like a semi adult. Adult tw- is big quotes. Oh wait, so I was twenty three. Okay, and yeah. were you pursuing comedy at that time? Kind of like I knew I wanted to and Uh I had done a handful of open mics, but I was also since I just started dating my wife and she still lived in Rockland. I was more or less just taking the bus back and forth every single day with my with my wife because I was just so into her and I just just finger banging her back and forth on the bus. (laughs) I don't even think she liked me at that point either. I think I was just following her persistently (laughs) and and she just was like, yeah, I guess I've known you for a while. Keep coming. So what's what's like now? You moved to Queens. Yeah. You're now riding the subway a lot. Yeah. And you already told us about the balls and dicks you saw. <laughs> mm. But what's like the main thing or things that you saw that you're like, okay, this is New York City. And So I, I have two. Because yeah. one, one of which even happened to me while I wasn't living in New York yet. I was still, or I was living in New York. I was taking the, but I was yeah. taking the bus. A lot of buses. Out of Port Authority. In and you know, journey. you try to avoid 
going to the bathroom in Port Authority as much as humanly possible. You don't want to touch anything in Port Authority. It's some, filled with birds. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's the, and that's the best yeah. part of it. <laughs> because the birds uh, are your allies in this is, journey. There is cum on everything. Yeah. Cum and, you know, God knows what. So I, this one day I was rushing from work and I was going to see my wife and I got into the bus thing and I'm like, oh my God, it just hit me. I had to shit. Like I just, it, it's just unavoidable. Oh. I have to make it happen. None of the restaurants or bars would let me use their facilities or they didn't have any. It was only communal thing. So I remember being like, oh my God, this is crazy. I have to go. I run into the bathroom. It's kind of packed. I literally ninja kick open the front (laughs) stall because I'm in so much pain. And I run in, look down. And I'm not even kidding. This This is just impressive. There was like an anaconda shit on top of the seat. That no. lined the whole seat around. No. Lined the like whole. Like icing? Like, like it looked like a Play-Doh that you squeezed out of yeah. the machine. Yeah. It was that. So impressive. So it's, I don't think it was a, if it was a one, it was, if it was a one piece thing that the person did, I mean, God be with you. You have an incredible efficient. <laughs> your digestive system. Your digestive but system I'm is almost incredible. positive that they kind of like ensured that <gasps> oh, it like. Oh, like someone like together. paper like they, mache it together. Yeah, like they put it together. Oh. And I like I look at it and I'm instantly like, like you know, just having a time. I've never seen something so gross. And I turn around to get into another stall and I turn and there's a homeless guy with his pants unbuttoned and he like looks at me and he literally just goes, Only in New York. <laughs> you are our podcast. Yeah. And yeah. that was Hamda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Mike. No, That's where okay. she was living at the time. It started our Look what I made. <laughs> Do you like it? Yeah. Did you think it was his shit? I, I mean, that's what I imagined in the moment. And, uh, you know, all the evidence pointed to him. Yes. But I, I don't know if I can. You connected the dots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did sure you make did. it? You did uh, forensics. No, I didn't go to the bathroom. So, like, at that moment, I don't know what happened. But sometimes your body swallows its own shit. Yes. Yeah. And that's what happened it. in that moment where I was like, oh, okay. This is like, yeah, yeah. Get, you know, losing an erection in the moment. Yeah. It's just like it's not coming back. Yeah, yeah. You're on that's the bus. It. You can't get it up. It's yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What was the other thing? Oh my so God. the other thing, and this is, I mean, I've seen dicks a lot. Like, yeah. You know, on the, on the train. We it know. just kind of yeah. comes, especially going out to Elmhurst, because back then, especially, <laughs> the train would come every 40 minutes, like at a 3 a.m. Uh, yeah, Dick Town. Yeah. Yeah. So basically. I, just, I also want to remind people, I'm just going to be the historian. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Like, in my like blurred goggles of what New York used to be, but. Um, we didn't used to have the train is coming in three minutes. No, you, no. Were. Yeah. you were crossing your fingers and sometimes standing there for an hour going, yeah. oh, I could have made I actually 20 minutes ago. have never taken the train. Uh, I've never even seen that in real life. The new system. Yeah. yeah. Xerxes and I are on the platform and, and still it's been going on for a couple of years now. Yeah. We're still like, they're not lying. Like it's really coming in two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like we know when it's, what? Yeah. Just, and then you can hear the announcements clearly. It comes just like basic dignities. Yeah, you, I can't believe Charlie Brown's mom. That delayed. That was crazy. Only in everyone's gonna die. You're like, wait, what? Is that? And then you just like lean all the way over to just see if the the train's in the tunnel. That's what I used to do. I'd be like, oh, I hope I die. Yeah. Nori Davis used to have a great bit that I'm pretty sure he never put anywhere because it was like when we first started about like he's like you're looking out and he's like, what do you think the train's like hiding behind the pole? It's like just waiting for you to surprise you to come out. I just want to get pushed. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I was waiting. for. I think every New Yorker's had that feeling. Like if it just takes me out, yeah, just, uh, you know, just do it quick. It's yeah. not the worst. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. I think just to be shoved in front of a subway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it I watch happens out for that mm-hmm. all the time. I'm just every time I walk near it, I'm like, I'm about to die because I just yeah. it just takes that one person who goes, you know what? They just fling their uh, hand. Yeah. Out. I saw an old man get killed yeah. on uh, oh. at the J Street stop. <gasps> it was a couple years ago, um, and it was right like a, a couple yeah. of thirteen year old kids that were just like they came down the stairs uh. in like such a crazy energy that yes. like everybody was like oh that, we're being invaded that bus teen energy yeah, yeah. and yeah. they just like it was an old guy I think he was like 65 70 it was in the paper and on Twitter and all that stuff Aww. and they just fucking launched this dude yeah. onto the tracks I, it was like one kid but the guy like hit his head and maybe broke he just oh died my immediately God. what was the response after 
um, cops. I mean, it yeah, was just like way. cops swarmed the whole place, and you know, everybody's looking for lifts and Ubers and stuff like that. And it was just like it was pretty. Sick. Did you see him die? I didn't see him lose life, sure, but I saw but him saw launch it. himself into the pit of oh. the subway. Like that was that was pretty scary. I, this is weird to ask, but were you okay? Did you need a timeout that day? Oh yeah, I mean, I I always need a timeout, but like yeah, right yeah. when I saw that, I think I was high too, so that didn't oh, that didn't no. help things. Where now I'm just like. I'm literally like jujitsu ready for everything. And yeah. I'm constantly looking out of the corner of my eyes for, you know, teenage. <laughs> yeah, murderers. Yeah, literal teenage murderers. Oh, I mean, I saw, I was on the train last night with like a bunch of kids that were like 13 years old. And yeah, they're like, danger. They're like, you know, they, they're doing everything. They're making out. They're like screaming at each other. They're yelling homophobic slurs, which is very fun to watch. Like <laughs> wildly woke yes people have to tolerate that i know <laughs> like, i know like black teens screaming <laughs> insanity because they're like well they probably had a difficult upbringing <laughs> <laughs> they're like listening to npr and shaking like it's not my place 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 uh. <laughs> yeah there's, there's a lot of like that teenage stuff is there you're right their energy is just different and i've seen teenagers where they look like they're really fighting but you just have to stand there for a mm-hmm. second and go yeah. They're playing. Don't interrupt them. Yeah. You know, they're well, like that, that was one of the, sometimes it turns real though. This is a couple of weeks ago actually. I um I watched these two kids that were like wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, in the seats. And this was one of the non barriered seats, so it's just the full bench. Yeah. Right. And uh they're wrestling and it gets to the point where it turns serious. So they're like throwing body shots while <sighs> tangled up with each other. And they're like thirteen years old. And it gets so crazy that they're now spilling into other people. And yeah. the train is moving. And this old fucking russian dude just like literally grabbed one of the kids started ripping them off the other couldn't do it took two hands threw the kid across (laughs) the train sat in between him and he goes now you know fight Uh, (laughs) and both kids were just like we respect this man because he has the cold war written on his face <laughs> I'm just not even touching it. Yeah, oh, Russians wow. are no fucking joke. No, you don't fuck with Russians. Oh, my God. Oh, that's God. my favorite Soder, Dan Soder joke. Oh, no. Where he did this on his first Conan, I think. But he's like, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about black neighborhoods. I'm worried about Russian neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. He's like, you run into a guy who's smoking in, you know, negative 10 degree weather in a t-shirt. And he's like, you think this is bad neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with Russians when I worked in fashion. I would work in factories with mm. them. And, you know, all most of New York City fashion is populated by young white women like myself, yeah. all being like, oh, my God, I'm here to have a dream. And they're confronted with these old Russian dudes who don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I used to bribe them with booze. I would bribe them with booze and cigarettes. I would smoke with them in, like, the vent areas of the factories oh, yeah. because you need to be able to yeah. do the dance to do your job. Like the other girls would be like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's just very dirty. I'm like, no, I'm I'm yeah. giving this Russian guy a hand job and pouring <laughs> fucking vodka down his asshole. We need to get these dresses just for done. A, just for a bowl of fabric? <laughs> yes. You're like Meredith from The Office. Yes. It re- uh, yeah, really. It's truly, it's so funny because fashion is so, on the surface, so prestigious in New York, but it's basically made by all, like, criminals and sweatshops it's retail and slaves yeah exactly it's terrible yeah, yeah, my yeah. wife worked in fashion too and now Horrible. she owns her own company and uh does floral design yeah through like the eyes of a fashion designer but like she would have to go out to china and stuff like that all the time and oh. just look at the kids making her stuff and oh, it's like yeah. this is so fucking it's awful. a horrible world to yeah. create something that's like so stupid yeah oh my god yeah anyway what's the other day yeah, so yeah. What, happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened on the train speaking yeah. of children and labor I mean, i've fallen asleep on the train a lot i fell asleep on the e-train heading out to elmhurst and i woke up in sutphin what like is Sutphin? Four, Sutphin's Sutphin. out by the airport. Sutphin is where you take the airport tram and also where you take the LIRR to Long Island. Yeah, so, so it's Jamaica. Uh, it's like five minutes from my house. So this is kind of like, what was the area that Calvin Cato was saying that I thought was fake too? Um, Grave Mill Basin. Mill Basin. All these names are like, I, did you guys make these up? Did everyone make it Sutphin? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They seem Sutphin, fake. Yeah, Sutphin is where the... Um, the courts are as well. It's the civil court. Okay. This is before Uber too. And this is at 3.34 a.m. And I like got out because I was like, there's no way. I was blackout drunk too. I was so drunk. And you're and- fucked out there because if you're out there and in Sutphin um, and it's in the middle of the night, the train is going local. And I shit you not, it goes from five stops to 25 stops. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, it's 
it, it was just a nightmare. I was like waiting for like 30 minutes after I woke up. Yeah. I was, like, I'm sorry. I was yeah. in Sutphin yesterday. Really? <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of a delay and here's what happened. There's d- a lot of homeless people mm. just on the trains. And yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's this one guy who's obviously on something. He lights something up. Love it. What. When someone lights something in the train, you're like, oh, it's going down. Yeah. In the train, then get, and everyone's there with their suitcases because they all just got off JFK right. or something or getting whatever. And then he gets in this person's, she's got like her luggage right there. I'm like, oh my God, if you're new to New York, oh. Yeah. He gets in her face just staring. I'm talking about like. I love it. This close to her face and he's just staring and she's just looking away like this has to end. She's definitely from New York. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely from, she's fine. Yeah. She's just like, this is going to end at some point. He sat across from her. She did not move yeah she was new so yorker. badass and new yorker smoking like what are you gonna do yeah i got that's such thing yeah i got separated from a homeless guy once on the train because were you together he, no were, no they were married we, we were about to scrap because he was he was like shadow boxing <laughs> and looking at me and saying like crazy shit like this white piece of shit is yeah. the reason i'm ho-. like literally like you know whatever yeah all of his mental illness and anger were focused at me yeah and he kept moving closer to me and shadow boxing and at some point you either get hit or you have to initiate contact. Yeah, I know. So this guy was so close that I just got up and I was like, let's fucking go. Like, or I was like, all right, let's do this. Like, Mike let- took his hoops off. And he- <laughs> I mean, I was, I was just ready, I, and, which is a terrible decision because yeah. obviously he's not, yeah, he's not in his right mind. He's probably on, you know, bath salts or some yeah. super, super, super human strength, strength yeah. drug. And if I open him up, I'm now, I could get hep C or I yeah. could get whatever. Like, oh, it's just it's right. just a bad decision across the board. But as soon as I did that, a bunch of a bunch of uh, black guys thought it was hilarious. Sure. And they just immediately pushed the guy out of the train. They're like, all right, old time, get the fuck out of here. And they like wow. pushed him out. And they were that like. That was like the nicest thing anyone could do to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were like, listen, they were like, we, we kind of appreciated the fact that you got up and you're ready to knock this guy's <laughs> fucking head fucking off. And fucking wild yeah. like an Irishman. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we like. We like that. We like that move. But they're like, yeah, you gotta get that get the fuck out of here. So, what was the dick on the way to Elmhurst or on the bus? So, there was a no, dick. what I saw, and, and I was telling Hemda before that uh, I, you know, I was gonna write a bit about it, but then I, Kurt Metzger had a great, mm. you know, everything that he wrote about it was just exactly what I saw on and par, better yeah. than what I was gonna say about it. Uh, but I saw a guy rooting around his asshole. <laughs> Like he was reaching into Mary Poppins' bag, and it was endless. It was endless. Like, and it wasn't. It wasn't just like. Was he going in from the front? What do you mean? Was he going behind? So it started from the front. (laughs) Okay. Which is why. And Mike, can you set the scene? I'm sorry. So yes, this is this is at 23rd Street. Um, it was a dewy and Park Ave, afternoon. so it's the okay. sixth. How it, is it on Twenty Third and Park Ave? It's great. That's another place where a lot of homeless people, yeah. unfortunately, like have set up shop, and they're not. You have a lot to, of like juxta- juxtapositions, really nice area, yeah. really crazy thing, yeah. which is always very jarring. Yeah. And for those who don't know, I would say Park Avenue is everything you know about Park Avenue. The name yeah. Park Avenue is as shishi yeah. as you heard. All yeah. through Manhattan, basically. Sure. Right. Yeah. And that's the same area, actually, this guy uh, fake stabbed me <laughs> while I was walking down Park. How are we and having he, like 10 days yes. on the way to this Yes. <laughs> well, and this happened, so this is a quick interlude, but yeah. this guy who was like- It's a quick stab. Yeah. Maybe the most in-shape homeless man I've ever, like, like he just like <laughs> got jacked from air. Yes. I've never seen anything. And he was just like, almost like bushwhacker walking down yeah. Park Ave. People love to fuck with you. Yeah, and he he was walking, and I noticed like a couple people like ah, like, and I was like, oh, these people aren't woke. Yeah, they're uh, pieces of shit just jumping out of the way of like, this I guy. I fight black people. Yeah, <laughs> I will beat the shit out of anyone, regardless of race. Uh-huh. So this guy is walking down, and I'm like, people are just walking out of the way just because this guy's jacked. And as we were like passing each other, he rose up and like made a, a stabbing down. Oh yeah, I've gotten one of those. At me, and I freaked the fuck out. Yeah. And the same thing happened to my friend eight months ago or eight months later. Same dude. Yeah. So it's just a guy that just does this. Good for him though. That's hilarious. Yeah. Fun. He probably videotapes all of this. I yeah. don't think he has access to a camera. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> and he's like, he sits home in his beautiful house at yeah. night yeah. and is like, watch this asshole. <laughs> those three this homeless guys that sing on the six, they make over a hundred grand a year. Oh there was a big God. article out about We're them. And there was suckers. a woman who used to spit on people. <laughs> And she got arrested, and they had, and she had like twenty eight grand on her. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, anyone looking for a new career? Yes, yeah, seriously. Wait, so, Mike, 
You're on the train. So I'm on the train. <laughs> uh, this is before I got on the train, actually. And, you know, it's it's the same as, as Kurt's thing. He started started in the front. And Wait, I'm what like, do you oh. mean, though? He's He has clothes on. So he has clothes, but his pants are, like, mid-thigh. Okay, okay, so he has his pants. He's, like, almost like sitting on the toilet yeah, kind of pants. But, ag- yeah. but again, his body is so dirty yeah. that you don't know it's, what's it's hard to differentiate between pant and skin. Like, yeah. You, know, you don't know really what's going on. The dirt are on. his clothes. Yeah, yeah. And so... As he's like, you know, doing the arm motion, I'm just like, oh, another fella jerking off. So he's like, he's like, kind of like scratching his asshole from the front. I just thought he was jerking off. Yeah, you know, he was. He was. Would that have been a gift? And then, (laughs) and then I like, I kind of just locked eyes with his dick (laughs) and locked eye, and then uh, noticed such good choices. Yeah, and then noticed he was past it. Yeah, and and into his ass. Right, and so he was like. And he was far enough into his ass that I was like, oh, he's inserted. Like, he's in. He's, he's in there. Is he to his wrist, do you think? Uh, I saw him almost like, you know how they sell those rubber hands? Well, yeah, you make a duck. As someone who's been fisted, as we's, we've covered extensively, oh, yeah. <laughs> you make a duck bill to uh-huh, get in because uh-huh, uh-huh. you can't go it's full fist. like a fist. garden spade. Exactly. <laughs> I don't feel good. Once the spade's in, then you can make a fist. Yeah, but yeah. you can't go. It's like a <laughs> bottleneck. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you give the power to the people yes. once you're inside. Yeah. yeah. Once you breach the border. Was he punching? Was he... Uh, so he was just kind of roughhousing. It, oh it seemed God. like he was just rummaging. Like it didn't seem like there was rhyme or reason or any kind of like. Do you think he was just itchy? Uh, maybe, but I th- I yeah. think he was uh, he was just inside his own or asshole. government and secrets then he... were hidden in his asshole. <laughs> yeah, you know he, what I mean? Yeah. What really happened on nine eleven <laughs> was right on his prostate, and he was trying to tell us that the Saudis were involved the whole time. <laughs> but then he like popped his hand out and then went around back. Yeah, because he was like, "This isn't working." Yeah, out. Was like, this is a terrible position. <laughs> there's just too much obstruction. What was his hand like when he took it out? Uh, I mean, as dirty as everything else. So there was no, there was no real. Uh, you don't contrast. know. So then he went the regular way. Then he went the regular way, and asshole. I was like, "Oh, good for you." Party in the front. Party yeah, in the back. and I was just like, "Well, it, it's like it's one of those things that I went home to my girlfriend, uh, girlfriend at the time." Uh, I went to her apartment later that night and like we were just hanging out and like three hours later I was like, oh, I saw a guy fist himself. <laughs> and she's like, what? But first he told her about the almost fight he got into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, He's I like, like, I got stabbed today. <laughs> not really, you but not, not stabbed. I worked out. <laughs> okay, first a homeless yeah. guy pushed me over. Then another one was doing push-ups on my back. And then I fought them all <laughs> off. And I got on the bus. And then someone <laughs> I got fake stabbed on Park yeah. Avenue. I was much more impressed with my joke I told at Otto's Shrunken Head. Oh, yeah. show. oh my God, I was Shrunken Head. That is a crazy, we could do a whole show on Otto's Shrunken Head. Yeah. But we're running out of time, but we mm-hmm. still don't know like the worst place that you've ever lived yeah. emotionally or physically. Um, well, the worst place I've ever lived is in the apartment I'm st- emotionally is in the apartment I'm still at. Uh, when I went, <laughs> you're like with I, my wife and child. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm currently in it. <laughs> That's why I haven't blinked this whole hour uh, for fear of tears streaming down my uh-huh. face. But no, I uh, as soon as I went full time in comedy. I uh, went through the worst depression of my life, and I've always battled it. I never really knew what it mm-hmm. was because, like I said, my my parents never communicated sure. what what my stock was. I never knew that my grandpa had hardcore mental illness. He was a cop. He put a service revolver in his mouth in front of all eight of his kids in their kitchen. They had to fight it out. He, you know, he spent time in an asylum. He was oh then God. doped up on a couch for two years. My father has battled with this shit. I have diagnosed him as borderline personality disorder. Yeah. So you know, it, it's just all undiagnosed mental illness. So yeah. I have gone through my life thinking I'm the only crazy person in my family and I have like some real severe sensitivities and depression yes. and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm a pussy. My parents do this too. They go, you are always so sensitive. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just the only one who's saying what's going on yeah. here. Yeah. That's yeah. actually very abusive language. It's mm-hmm. so dismissive. Yeah. yeah. It's so, so dismissive. And I, I've, I've, that's actually very abusive language. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can move on now. It's not your place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I also understand where that comes from because that's their own non-acknowledgement yeah. of stuff that they're sure. going through. So, you know, it's all, it's all whatevs. Uh, yeah. But, it, but why is this the worst place? So I went, as soon as I, I went for a full for full time comedy. All I, I had like I did all this MTV stuff, right? I I went full time before I was I was an established stand up. So mm-hmm. I went full time because I was an MTV boy. I was I I had I was on guy. I wrote for Guy Code. I yeah. you know I did uh, Money from Strangers. You know all these pilots for MTV and all this stuff, and it looked like I was going to be the next 
Chrissy D, my boy Chris DeStefano, who yeah. had a quick trajectory through that stuff, and I thought I would be able to tour off of it, and it was going to be a whole thing, but instead, as soon as I went full-time, every job that I had dropped off the face of the Ugh. earth. I had no means of making any money because my whole my whole life up until that point was being gifted jobs sure, based yeah. on audition or whatever. I earned them, but it was it was being gifted jobs. So I wasn't on the road. I didn't earn money for myself. So I was just home waiting for my manager to like gift me another job. Ugh. Six months went by, it never happened. All this time went by, it never happened. I am hemorrhaging money. It was dark as fuck. I didn't know how to properly, um, what is it called, uh, structure my day. Yeah. So I was just smoking pot with my cat in the dark all day oh. while my wife was at work crying like all the time just not knowing not knowing if i'm gonna have to quit comedy not knowing what i'm gonna do and I, <laughs> the show friday night lights i started watching it, uh -huh. and it slowly but surely like brought me out of my depression wow i watched that show it, it means so much to me that show which is uh -huh. so ridiculous but oh, yeah. taylor kitsch if i ever meet him i'm gonna blow that dude yeah in you fist corner. his asshole yeah, oh just God. like that homeless guard like you know <laughs> i heard that's what he's looking for yeah yeah, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well after the way his career is turned out he has the shittiest agent on earth by the way he went from friday night lights so they just stuck him in every a-list bomb blockbuster oh. all right Mike. i feel very bad for him I'm yeah well, there's a fine. thing. There's He's a some, Canadian. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for honoring my people. I, I actually do remember when I started doing comedy full-time or podcasting, um, I I talked to you about it and you said, go out and do things. Because I remember yeah. you told me like, this is, it was such a depressing time for you. And mm -hmm. you're like, I went out and started like coaching yeah. like, kids sports. And, and I was like, okay, like I definitely... I definitely will. And then now that I've been out for a few years, I'm like, that was the best piece of advice. Because if you don't have anything truly going on and there really is no quote unquote like paycheck or job, you you have to like, you keep going to mics, you keep mm -hmm. hanging out the same places, you feel like you're just treading your water. Yeah, yeah, and it feels humiliating. Well, and I was denying a part of myself that, um, that I tried to pretend didn't exist anymore. My whole life... You up were not Puerto Rican? That I was not Puerto Rican, yeah. Instead, I bought a Honda Civic and I... Uh, <laughs> Sipped it up. Yeah, yeah, I got a flag for the rear view. But uh, no, I, I was an athlete my whole life and I love sports. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, sports at its purest form, I think, can really give you some, some extremely important and necessary life lessons. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I lived that way and I lived through sports my whole life and I worked out. And then once I started comedy, I just assumed you were supposed to look like a disheveled mess and not be into like alpha stuff. So yeah. Put, you know, alpha in quotes. Sure. Um, and so I just didn't, I denied that. I stopped working out. I thought like, I was almost like a child star that took a break from acting. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't be around this. It's too painful. Uh -huh. And then as soon as I started watching Friday Night Lights, I was like, all right, I got to get back in the gym. I have this intern, I, I have some demons. I have an internal Viking that I need to work out. I heard that term from James, uh, James Taylor, oh. who's the least... You you expect him to not have an internal yeah, uh, but he's like I gotta work out I gotta you know exercise the crazy and that jump started everything for me it jump started yeah. another level of creativity of writing of of motivation of inspiration to try to make my own thing in comedy yeah and I will forever be grateful for athletics and all that stuff you know just simply for you know keeping my brain at homeostasis wow shout out to your wife yeah doing yeah. yeah. that I yeah mean, I understand that like. You know, maybe I shouldn't use the word endure, but no, she did. It's... She did. Yeah, we had a tough time. We we almost broke up uh, during that time, and it's because I started going to therapy individually, and then later she did as well that we made it through. Because I, you know, my my outlet was to punch holes in things, yeah. and not it never really happened with her. You know, her around until one day when I like was so caught up and so manic and so depressed that I fired a fist through our bathroom door and oh, I pulled shit. it out and I just instantly texted a therapist. <laughs> I was like, well, that was a bit much. Yeah. I was like Andy from The Office. Like, just, oh, that was an overreaction. <laughs> yeah, I've punched a few walls in my New York City life for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm so impressed with that. That yeah. just sounds like ouchies to me. It's very yeah. fun to do. Yeah, well, that's how I also broke my right hand in high school. I was uh, running track, and I had to run eight four hundreds in under a minute. And the last one, I ran a, I ran it in like sixty point five. So my coach, who's now serving time for fucking kids, uh, 
is uh, he made me run it again, and I got so pissed I punched the ground, and my knuckle went down to my wrist. Oh, oh my and, god! And uh, he would not let me go to the trainer. He made me run the thing, and then I played a summer league basketball game on it that night. And then the next day, I went and got it. Uh, Men examined. need better outlets for their true out yeah. true athlete. Yeah. Oh my god! So you have a bazillion stories. Maybe we should have you back. On. I know, right? <laughs> like God, tomorrow. Keep riding yeah. the train, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, where like can people not. find you? Follow you. <laughs> Yeah, tell us about your special. <laughs> on the train, tell us about your special. So yeah, my special, uh, if you will, just go to YouTube. It's on YouTube for free. Yeah. Uh, Mike Cannon Comedy. It's called Life Begins. I have five of my heroes on the on it. You know, I grew up obsessed with Tough Crowd, obsessed with the comedy seller and just all that that stood for. I loved comedy. I never thought it was a possibility that you could earn money doing this. So the simple fact it's that not, I'm... but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the simple fact that I'm around these... Colin Quinn, Jim Norton, Bobby Kelly, wow. Rich Ross, so Keith Robinson. Cool. I mean, these guys mean so much. So the idea that they would, you know, that they said yes. They they agreed to be in my special and they're doing what they do best, which is saying negative things about me. Love and, it. Uh, yeah. it, it. Which, you know, it's it's awesome. But yeah, check it out on YouTube. It's free. I can't believe it's Pass free. it around. That's, That's incredible. Important. Well, yeah. because I'm putting out an album February 21st. And it's got, but it has 25 extra minutes. Oh, wow. So the special has like 32 minutes of stand up and then all the interstitials. And then the album is a full hour, which has 25 extra minutes of stand up. That's well, called Life Begins. Mm -hmm. His name is Mike Cannon again. You can follow him at I Am Mike Cannon. All and, right. And the yeah. Irish Goodbye podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Follow us. You could follow me at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. And you could check out tracycarnazzo.com for my upcoming tour dates. And make sure you listen to my other podcast, Teen Mom Trash Talk and 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. Uh, you can follow me at Andrea Comedy 69 yeah. My tits are surely out there. Um, and uh, you can on listen Twitter? to <laughs> Everywhere. They're always out. I'm always recording or I'm on social media with my tits out. Um, and you can listen to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Uh, Mike's been on it. He was fantastic. Both, I mean, everyone in this room's been on. I mean, and they all very much stand true to the hot mess <laughs> lifestyle. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Hamdo. Where can they follow you? Uh, my podcast is called Keith and the Girl. We're about to celebrate 15 years in podcasting. Wow. Everybody Shit. in Crazy. this room has been on. I know it's ridiculous. Right. Congratulations. Thank That's awesome. you. So you can find Keith and the Girl anywhere that you find podcasts. However, you're listening to this, just look for Keith and the Girl, and you can. Follow me under that name under all social media. Guys, we love you. We are seeing our downloads increase. You guys are sharing the shit out of it. Oh, yes. We nice. love the feedback that you're giving us. But it's, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Yeah. Yes. It's easy. Wherever you are right now, you just poke a button. Yeah. And love five star, but then also leave a great review telling us what you love about the podcast. Mm -hmm. Tell us. We're going to read some soon, so do it now. Exciting. Sauce. Bulls. <laughs>